At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Begin big bets here on a Tuesday at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Amal Shaw, Dave Ross coming to you for the next two hours. Amal, we have a great show lined up for you today. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. And by the way, I know everyone's excited. We are on it finally. 48, a little bit more than 48 hours away, obviously, but the NFL kicks off. Yeah. We're getting closer. Scott Smith's going to join us down from Tampa to talk all things Buccaneers. As they get ready to start their season, Tim Brando is going to join us at the top of hour number two, talk all things college football. And then the DOC, Rick Doc Walker, is going to join us from the nation's capital as the Commanders get ready to start their inaugural voyage as the Commanders against the Jags on Sunday. We'll do some updates there. I thought you were going to say the D-O-double-G in Compton and Long Beach. You know who you in trouble. <laughs> well, you know the DOC is from uh, the great state of California as a UCLA tight end. So we'll get Doc's thoughts not only on Washington Commanders, but also on the UCLA Bruins. I do want to start very quickly last night. Clemson doesn't cover the first half number. Right. But they cover the overall big number of 24 as they get that 41 to 10 win. What's your takeaway from the Tigers? Because I know there's a lot of people that look at DJ Ungalele and they go, is this the guy? We got to go to Klubnik. They do, did go to Klubnik. He comes in the fourth quarter, gets a touchdown. But what do you make of Dabo and Clemson after week one? Look, I thought coming into the season, they had the second best defense in college football. I still think they are incredibly elite. It's hard to contain a team even like Georgia Tech because Jeff Sims is such a great athlete. And also when your offense goes three and out every play, yeah. I mean, every possession, excuse me. Uh, but I think this defense is right there. Uh, but I had told, uh, you know, John Goulet earlier before the season started, I said, Cade Klubnik is going to start by week four. Um, I'd still stand by that. I know DJ played better in the second half, 
but there is a fear of him throwing the ball and making certain plays. And mm. if you play an elite team, John, excuse me, uh, Dave. Dave, yeah, sorry. You know, hey, it's hard. <laughs> John Goulet's over there. You can't see him. The, uh, but anyway, the point is, it's going to be hard because you can see these teams are realizing he is afraid to make plays. And I think it's going to be a real problem for Clemson. They've got the team to be able to compete at a national level, especially defensively. They can play with anybody. But until the offense gets going, Will Shipley's a terrific talent. Yeah. Think about this. They have a punt block. It takes them four plays to go five yards. They had to go fourth and goal. They had to go for it and fourth from the one and a half. By the way, another great example of clock management. Dumbo, did you not realize you're going to go for it at the one and a half yard line with that defense? What are we wasting a timeout for? Send the play in. Get Will Shipley in there. The first three plays, your number one recruit from last year is sitting on the pine. Yeah, and then we walked in on fourth and goal. Maybe they needed the timeout to, to get the uh, play call straight. But – so your takeaway there is because I know a lot of people look at Clemson yeah. and they go, well, we always talk about Bama. You see Georgia in week one, how good they looked. Is Clemson in that tier or are they a tier below? No, I, well, I would say a tier below because of the offense. When you look at right now the way Stetson Bennett played, I mean, he was unbelievable. They go nine for nine on their first uh, nine third down attempts against Oregon. <laughs> Alabama wasn't tested against Utah State, but they still have immense talent when you look at all the transfers, Harrell, Jermaine Burton among them. And then, of course, Ohio State had a bit of a hiccup, but I think Notre Dame is going to be a far better team than people realize, especially defensively, okay. adding Al Golden from the NFL. Uh, I think there's three other teams that I would put in, in that mix. Clemson. USC remains to be seen. 20-1 to right now to win the national championship. I think Utah's a dangerous team, but they're going to have a hard time getting in. Mm. I think Notre Dame's going to be a pretty good team, and I think Michigan, if they go with J.J. McCarthy instead of Cade McNamara. You know, it's nice that Jim Harbaugh's trying to play the guy that won you the Big Ten title, but you got to go with the dude that can go beat these other teams. And they lost that on two five-star recruits in the state of Michigan. you got to show these guys we're going to play some guys that have talent. And I think Michigan, with their defense, could be a team that potentially is right there. You know, if, you, if you're listening, you can't see this graphic, but I, I look at the big graphic for the national title odds, okay? Out of all the teams on there, there's only yeah. one team that lost in week one that still really you feel like has a shot, and that would be Utah 120-1. to My only question would be, if you lose at Florida in week one, okay, you haven't played a Pac-12 game yet. Right. Can you win the Pac-12, lose to Florida, and still make a case for the National College Football Playoff? Because to me, they feel like they're dead in the water, even though they're a good number at 120-1. to Yeah, great question, Dave. And two, uh, one other thing I want to address, Oklahoma's a team you have to consider with Dylan Gabriel and Eric Gray in that backfield and the receiving core they have. Uh, for me, I think Utah's still alive because I would make the argument people criticizing Utah for losing. Number one, give them credit for going on the road to the Swamp. At one point, I still think it's one of the top five programs in college football with the right coach, and if they get on track, they're, mm. they're incredible talent within the state of Florida. But the other thing is, when you look at this loss, would it, had USC gone on the road there? I don't think they're winning that game. I don't think their line plays good enough. They gave up over 60 yards on the first three drives for Rice out of four. Uh, so I think that's a team that could contend. I think when you look at it, if they run the table, if they beat USC in Rice Cycles on uh, October 15th, they beat UCLA the week before at the Rose Bowl, they knock off Oregon, win the Pac-12 title, unless you've got four teams in front of you that are undefeated. Because remember, Notre Dame doesn't have the benefit of a conference championship. Right. Oklahoma would have to run probably the table in the Big 12, depending on who they lost to and how the league plays out. And then it comes down to Clemson. I, I sit corrected. One other team on that graphic did lose. That's Notre Dame, of course. They lost to Ohio State. Yeah. They're 60-1. to 1. So you look at teams, it's not saying that you're out of it when you lose in week one, but clearly longer shots here. Notre Dame, a better pathway, though, if they yeah. can run the table and go, hey, we, we hung in there, if you will, with Ohio State. Right now it's plus 320 to win the national championship. Utah, it's going to be a tougher sell. It would be a tougher sell if we get to that hypothetical at the end of the year that they run the table now, win the Pac-12, and say, hey, we should still be one of the first four in. That will be an interesting conversation. But in 2026, doesn't matter. Everybody will get in.
Because we're going to have, what, 12, 16? Why not just make it 32? How about 64? I'm sorry. This is not Jim Bayham in Syracuse. We need to expand it for Syracuse to keep getting in. I, you know, Dave, I, so, I, I got to say something real quick. Dave is one of the nicest human beings you will ever meet in your Not life. Not when it comes to well, no, Syracuse. No, 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 no. You are, you, are, you are a great guy. But I got to tell you, your yeah. affinity for Syracuse basketball drives me nuts. Why? Because Jim Beheim will not schedule anybody besides Hostess, Cupcakes, and Twinkies. It's a, it's a formula that's worked to one national championship <laughs> in 2003. Uh, we do have breaking news uh, in the NFL. We knew it yesterday. We kind of thought it was going to be all along. But it is, in fact, fact. Mike Tomlin is named a starting quarterback. It'll be Mitchell Trubisky. Now, you look at the depth chart, and people are probably going to say, wait, 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 Kenny Pickett's third? Did you not watch the preseason? It goes to show you that for certain teams, certain coaches, certain coaching staff, the preseason doesn't mean anything except for fans, right? The fans are the ones that get excited about this. Now, Mitch is going to get the first shot. They're six-and-a-half-point dogs. They take on the boys in the natty on Sunday. What do you make of the announcement? Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. By the way, you could play the Steelers over this year win total. Uh, I believe seven and a half is where I'm seeing pretty much market wide. They could actually keep that string going for for Tomlin, yeah. Uh, and he could have his first losing season, but yet the over could still hit. What is this now a better move for the Steelers if you're a Steeler backer that you know Mitch is the guy, or would you rather go with a rookie Kenny Pickett? Well, I would rather go with Trubisky. Look, I don't think Trubisky's as bad as. People have made him out to be. I've never been a big fan of his. He didn't play enough in North Carolina for me to have drafted him at number two and move up to get him. That. But I still think his mobility, mobility presents some problems for the defense. Um, you've got some playmakers. The, the problem with Pittsburgh has been the same problem. Last year will be the same problem this year is the O-line. offensive line. It's exactly right. If they can address that, you've got an absolute dude in Najee Harris. This guy is a stone-cold killer at mm-hmm. running back. I love him. Uh, but for me, it comes down to, can you protect Trubisky? If they can do that, the defense is going to be very good. You've got one of the premier players in the National Football League in T.J. Watt. Cam Hayward has been tremendous over the last half a dozen years. Mink in the back of that defense I like as well. Yeah. So for me, I don't think it's that far of a stretch, but it comes down to, can the O-line protect and block? Now, if Trubisky struggles or if the team as a whole struggles, I think we could see Kenny Pickett sooner than later. Mm. But again, it depends on how the season plays out. So it does not change your overall view of the Steelers if you're in the futures market before we get to week one. You don't look at them now and say, okay, seven and a half is the win total, 10 to one to win the division, certainly longer shots to win the conference and or 90 to one to win the Super Bowl. But do you say, all right, seven and a half, I trust them more going with the veteran versus the relative unknown and the rookie. No, but, you know, for me, the big thing is I was expecting Trubisky to start. I did okay. not expect Kenny Pickett to start. They brought in Trubisky. They've got a pretty good economic deal in terms of what you're paying a starting quarterback. Yeah. And you so see how a whole lot. Yeah, right? and you see how he does. And you didn't expect Kenny Pickett to come in and necessarily be able to go from day one. But I think he brings some moxie to the team that's going to be pretty good. Let me ask you a similar question in uh, New York, and that would be Zach Wilson who apparently now has not been ruled out Correct. for week one against the Ravens. And by the way, uh, we thought that Joe Flacco was going to get his revenge game. Now he's with the Jets. He might not get that opportunity. Revenge? Yeah, for Flacco. For what? How about, how about the money he stole in Baltimore? No, he was disrespected. Don't you know that's what everybody says? Even though, you pay, even though they made him the highest paid quarterback. I love when people say they've been so disrespected. Franchise tag, disrespect me. I mean, are you kidding me? I, but pray, anyway, I pray for that every right, day. Like, yeah, please, disrespect me. But anyway, Flacco, we thought he was going to get his revenge game. There's seven-point favorites Baltimore is to go to New York. If you were a Jets backer again, do you say play the kid, even though the knee might not be? Because it was two to four weeks, I believe, when he had the injury uh, in week two of the preseason. So 
the timeline would work out. It's been a couple weeks, but it's just on the early side of that uh, approximate timeline. Would you feel better about the Jets and taking the seven, depending on the quarterback? And which quarterback would you prefer? Uh, well, so personally, overall, I'd prefer Zach Wilson. However, I wouldn't play him, and the reason is this. I want him to be healthy. The other thing is, though, Robert Salah, he's got to win now. Tick, tick, tick. It, that's exactly right. So, to me, you got to put your best option out there. Joe Flacco's a statue. Mike White is a mid-major guy, played at Western Kentucky, and I'm not referencing his school. I'm just referencing his talent. That's all he is. And the bottom line is, he's not going to help you win against the Baltimore team. You don't, you don't team. buy into the Magic Mike? I do not. I mean, look, at Western Kentucky, you play – look, Bailey Zappi put up a million points and yards last year. Where is he? All, all I'm saying is you, you've got to go with the guy that gives you the best chance to win. I think a healthy Zach Wilson gives you that. I would not rush him back. You're not a playoff team. I know everybody's got optimism. I'm sure the optimism's running rampant in Hempstead right now, but mm. until we get to reality and realize what this team is – let Zach Wilson fully recover. You've got a young receiver. You've drafted extremely well. Um, let this team kind of come together. Don't force anything. And you're going to play a team that is going to be hungry in week one in Baltimore. Okay. Very quickly before we're going to break. A lot of people are out there in survivor leagues uh -huh. across the country now. They look at the Ravens and they say, well, okay, well, so I don't really know the quarterback situation for the Jets. Uh, the Ravens are going to be a popular play. Is that a safe play? Quote, unquote, safe play. But again, you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah, I think it's a safe play. If you're looking to survive in advance, go full Jim Valvano here. I think this is the move. When you look at the rest of the games, I think it's going to be difficult. But Baltimore is definitely a good play in week one. I think they should be able to win. Remember, though, the Jets knocked off Tennessee at home last year and Cincinnati. They did. I had Tennessee in one of those. Was not very happy about that. When we come back, we'll talk about the betting market for Roy, rookie of the year, and how that news in Pittsburgh might affect it. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one -on -one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football betting guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you're going to receive both the guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or you can join for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to offer to help up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the sports betting Network. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We roll on with Big Bets here on a Tuesday. Now, very quickly, United States Open is going on as we speak. Uh, Paul Rudd is in action today, I believe. Oh, Casper Rude. Uh, and Casper is up two sets to one, but trouble in the third, down 5-2. Anything that you like today on the board or, or maybe coming up later on? Uh, you know, to me, the interesting matchup, and I didn't play it, is going to be Coco, Goff, and uh, Caroline Garcia. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a great match. Um, this is going to be one that's going to be interesting to pay attention to. And then Kyrgios going up against Karen Hatchinoff. Uh, I would look at Nick potentially uh, either 3-0 three, uh, well, three or 3-1 set the betting. Draw, the draw, it's just opening up now the draw is oh my for, for Kyrgios, right? With, yeah. with Nadal being ousted yesterday, Novak Djokovic couldn't even get here. It can't look any better than this if you're Nick Kyrgios. I have to say he will never have a better opportunity in his career until these guys retire to be able to win a Grand Slam. The time is now, Nick Kyrgios. Let's yes. see if you can capitalize. The time is not now for Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh. <laughs> right now, that time is going to be for Mitchell Trubisky. He's been named the official starter. It's something we've talked about a lot in the network, I know, leading up to the season here as we get ready to start NFL season on Sunday for real and Thursday, of course, with our one game. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. I wonder now, if Kenny Pickett in the market, well, you look at it and you get 9-1 to at BetMGM, DraftKings, you get 850 Points bet you get seven to one for Pickett to be the rookie of the year. Shop around and always find your best price. Point is, or point problem would be, is Kenny Pickett going to get the volume yeah. in order to be the Roy? But here's the interesting thing: look who the second highest option is now. It's George Pickens. George Pickens on the same team, but we know he's going to get the opportunity. So if he stays healthy, Pickens is skyrocketed to the top of the non-quarterback board here, nine to one, nine to one at DraftKings and, and bet, bet I'm jamming eight to one at points bet. Would you go with the wide receiver over the the, the the quarterback right now that can't get in the game? We'll find out if Kenny Pickett gets some action. Yeah, I wouldn't take Pickett because I think it'll be several weeks before he'd even get an opportunity, barring injury, for Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, but to me, Pickens, I understand the affinity for him. Uh, he didn't play much last year at Georgia. He had the torn ACL. Remember, he was out even during their great run. Mm-hmm. Think about how good they would have been offensively with Pickens in there with oh. Burton. But Brees Hall's an interesting guy. Um, Alave could be effective there, depending on how well Winston performs. 
To me, Damian Pierce could be very effective, but my concern is how poorly Houston plays. Uh, the game, the name that I like is Romeo Dubs out of Nevada at mm-hmm. twelve to one. I think playing with Aaron Rodgers, if you d- kind of establish yourself as a go-to guy, he will come to you. I think he could really do well. We know Green Bay is always going to be a spotlight team, so I think he's a guy I would look at. Uh, I know Traylon Burks didn't get off to the best start so no. far in, in uh, training camp. Uh, we'll see what happens with him there. I liked him a lot coming out of Arkansas. Sky Moore. Um, you know, I think he's out of Western Michigan, the kid for the Chiefs. We'll see how he performs. But I don't know. If you had to pick one on this list of 9 or 10, I would go with Romeo Dubs at 12 to 1. I think you make a great point here is, and maybe pro tip, when you're looking at the rookie of the year, okay, you have to evaluate who's getting into the football, especially when we're talking about non-quarterbacks. And only one quarterback being drafted in the first round last year, Kenny Pickett, and he's not going to be the starter right away for the Steelers. I don't like that uh, that value because he's the, the number one value in the uh, option on the board. So to me, I, I immediately take him away. I'm going to take away Pickens for the same reason because I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky to be able to get him the volume that you might need. Brees Hall is an interesting name you mentioned here because he's going to get the volume with the Jets. But look at what you said with Romeo Dobbs and with Christian Watson. Okay, Watson's 16 to one. These are the two pair of rookie receivers in Green Bay. Traylon Burks, my knock there would be Ryan Tannehill. Got to give him the football. Sky Moore would feel like he's in play because it's Patrick Mahomes. So I'm with you on that. Maybe look at the, the, the combo, if you will, QB wide receiver before you go just wide receiver, and that might be a good way to get that value. Aaron Rodgers throwing the football to Watson and or Dobbs at 12 to 1 for Dobbs, 16 to 1 for Watson, that feels like real volume versus the other names we mentioned. I think, Dave, if it was me, if I was going to make a bet before the season starts here, it would be either looking exactly what you just talked about or one of the running backs because of what you just talked about, right? We know they're going to get the touches. Those two are going to be starting for those two teams. The one, I think the biggest thing on Kenny Pickett doesn't mean he can't play this year, doesn't mean he can't win this award this year, but like Amal said, it's not going to happen anytime soon. So just wait. Every yeah. week that goes by, his number is going to get longer and longer and longer. And you just try to jump in, but when, is when that news comes out of whenever he might get that first start. Absolutely, gentlemen. I think it's exactly the right way to handicap it. If you like Kenny Pickett, there's no reason to play him today with the news that he's not going to be the week one starter. Wait. Wait until you know. And again, if you start to anticipate the Steelers have a couple bad weeks, Mitch Trubisky doesn't look great, then look at the number for Pickett, and you're going to get a much better value than you will today. Yeah, I would agree with you there. The other thing is I think when you want to look at long shots, I think rookie of the year is absolutely the best place to look at a long shot. Mm. I think when you look at it from the standpoint that, hey, we have certain names that are at the top, but you know, if you don't follow college football fairly closely, a lot of these names won't even resonate with you. And so for me, you could have a player on a team that you think, hey, had a great camp, has an opportunity, really stand out. Um, I I think that's where, especially on the defensive side of the ball, I would look at a DB Mm. or a linebacker because you can get a number of tackles or if you get a number of picks. If you wind up with four picks as a rookie as a DB, you got a great shot to be a rookie of the year. Well, you look at, what, you had two DBs drafted in the top ten. I look at Stingley and I go, okay, like what's the realistic, you have to kind of think through it here. For Derek Stingley Jr. to win the Roy, and by the way, he's uh, 12 to 1 to be the defensive rookie of the year. Remember, they separate these, right? So you don't have to beat all the offensive guys. We'll give you your own award for defensive rookie of the year, the D Roy. Okay, so he's Stingley right there at 12 to 1. Uh, you got Sauce Gardner there with the Jets. He's at 10 to 1. Now, Aiden Hutchinson, I don't know if that's also a hard knocks bump, too, but plus 450 uh, for the talented rookie. But everything you hear, right? When you hear Aaron Glenn, and they got them all mic'd up, right? He's like, hey, man. You're everything we thought you'd be and more, right? They, they are enamored with this kid. So there might be, again, these are voted on awards. So there's also that, that wow, we, we've already heard about Aiden Hutchinson if you've been watching Hard Knocks. Look at Thibodeau. The injury concerns me with Thibodeau coming out of the box here for the, yeah. for the Giants. 
at six to one, and then Trayvon Walker there at eight to one, Kyle Hamilton at eight, eight to one, the talented safety from Notre Dame. Would you go Gardner Stingley and play those two corners before you played one of the shorter shots? Uh, no, I wouldn't play um, Stingley, but I would play Gardner, and here's why. I think Stingley's going to be on a very, very poor team. Gardner will get a lot of credit if he does well because he plays in New York. Yes. If he delivers on his uh, hype and his ability, I think he's got a better chance. Whereas Stingley and Houston, we're not going to pay attention to this team. This is a 3-4-5 win team. We're never going to talk about it. Even the Jets win 3-4-5 games, you'll still be in a conversation if you play particularly well. So I would look at that. I mean, because, you know, That's Eli— That's a great way to handicap it, though. That the big city, the, the bright lights, the big city, New York City, you know, back page of the sports, whatever— New York Daily News. It's all going to be there if he makes plays, right? And with the sauce nickname, which is mine too, it's a great nickname. So all of a sudden now, that's going to that's going to help you in that hypothetical, you know, hype machine that is New York City. Well, I think a couple other guys you can also consider to your point there, Dave. But this Jermaine Johnson with the Jets, yeah, um, he's another guy. And then if you go away from just being part of the big media hype train, uh, Devin Lloyd, I think, is a guy who's going to make a ton of tackles, make some plays. And then George Karloftis is another one. I like him a yeah. lot and out he's, of Purdue. He's looked pretty good so yeah. far in preseason games uh, c- coming out of Purdue there. So that's a very interesting market, the defensive rookie of the year. But, again, you don't have to play to Mall's point the shorter favorites for rookie of the year. You probably can find better value as you go down the board a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk to Scott Smith coming up here in the next segment about the Cowboys and the Buccaneers from a Tampa perspective there. But we will get into this a little bit, and Kelly's been charting this all day. We do have some NFL lines that are really on the move, and we'll get into this for the, for the next hour plus here on Big Bets. But what do you make of the line moves early in the week? Now, they kind of stay pretty placid, if you will, yeah. uh, throughout the summer. And then all of a sudden they start to move. Thursday night's game, by the way, a little bit buyback now in the Rams. I've seen this come down to through two. We've thought it might go up to three. It's still two and a half uh, that you can get uh, via VEASAN.com. So there, there's some. There are twos out there. There though. are some right twos there. out there because I saw one at DraftKings. I saw two there at DraftKings. So it might not hit that, that number of three that I think Rams backers were waiting to see if it would hit and then pounce. I, I don't believe it will simply because the Rams are defending Super Bowl champions at home. I think they're being slighted here. I understand the affinity and the popularity of the Buffalo Bills, but I think it's an overreaction to assume you're going to get a defending champion on your home field to open the season plus three points when the team hasn't lost a crucial element, whether it be the quarterback and Aaron Donald or someone like that. So I'm a little bit surprised by this move towards Buffalo. Yeah, and I believe, Kelly, you've got a couple games that you've seen some significant line moves on, Yeah, correct? just ones that, that I've noticed moving to, uh, moving today. That Patriots-Dolphins game, that's basically painted three and a half now everywhere. You're not, you're not finding threes on that game anymore. Uh-oh. That is Dolphins three and a half. Uh, Colts, Colts is down to about seven, seven and a half. So the Texans actually taking, taking some money here over the past uh, 24 hours or so commanders down to two and a half off of the three that is basically painted across the country, uh, at the, uh, at books. And then the chiefs up to six on the road at the Cardinals. I, that was four and a half. I know at some places yesterday. So chiefs really, uh, skyrocketing up there. Those are the, those are the biggest movers so far of the day. We'll discuss more of those line moves later on in the program, but that is rather significant, uh, that we're seeing here on a Tuesday as we get ready for that Thursday night game. And of course the full slate on Sunday, when we come back, Scott Smith, Fox 13 in Tampa, Florida, talk all things bucks and Cowboys next right here on big bets. It is Visa, the sports betting network. Sense Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
And welcome back. This segment of Easton Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a bit different, so everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready for that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical i hope this show is addictive to people watching and listening out there i'm all shaw dave ross here on big bets on Vicent, and it is a pleasure to welcome in my old colleague back in washington dc scotty smith now the fox 13 sports director down there in tampa and Amal, i don't know how good scott's gonna look but our producer kelly bidwin just said scott's hair looks fantastic it's always oh. on point scotty how are you my friend are, are the kids yeah. uh Back in school, you yeah, your hair does look fantastic. It looks thank, thank you, thank you. Yours as well. Yeah, <laughs> kids back in school, uh, kicking off a big year. You know, the boys in fourth, the girls in second grade, and uh, we're right in the thick of it, man. I, I absolutely love it. Labor Day is over. Get those kids back to school. You go back to work for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Scotty. Uh, you know, Ma and I have talked a lot uh, in the last couple of weeks about Tom Brady. You, you get to hang out with Tom a little bit down there in Tampa. Where is he mentally before this big road one showdown with my Dallas Cowboys? Well, uh, uh, from every indication that he lits on to us in the media, uh, he's in a good spot, that he's ready to go for uh, his 23rd season in the NFL. Of course, the, the big story throughout training camp has been his, his absence, and, and would that play a factor? Todd Bowles assures everybody that it, it has not, and uh, all of his teammates have talked about how crisp is – his throws have been how engaged he has been, how focused he is on this season. So, I, I mean, Tom's not one to really bear his soul with the local media, but uh, I think from every indication from from his teammates, from his coaches, he seems pretty dialed in for another season. Scott, when you look at this team, they've dealt with some injuries, Chris Godwin in particular. How well and how effective can this offense be in week one going up against the Dallas team? This game is going to be important when you go big picture of the NFC, potentially for either a wild card or more importantly for NFC home field advantage. Yeah, it will be. And there are some new pieces. You mentioned Russell Gage and Julio Jones, a couple of former Falcons that are part of this offense now, and they, they look to factor in a lot. They didn't get a ton of time with Tom Brady in this offense uh, throughout training camp. Of course, Tom missed some practices, but uh, once the, the live bullets start firing, uh, how will those guys be used? Chris Godwin, you mentioned coming off uh, offseason knee surgery. Uh, they just removed his knee brace from practice yesterday, so he looks to be full go. I think he's going he's gonna to go here week one without any limitations. Uh, Mike Evans is fully healthy. So, I mean, the receiving core looks good on paper, but you do have an, an aging Julio Jones, Russell Gage, they're really excited about. And throughout minicamp, they, you know, that's kind of where the, the buildup on how big of a factor he's going to be in this offense started to, to get drummed up. Uh, so I think they have the pieces. It's just a matter of what, letting it all come together. But when, when Tom Brady is your maestro, I mean, he's the one that's going to make this music sound good. And, and I think that he's repeatedly over the years shown that he can do that. So I, I wouldn't have many doubts in that regard. You know, his big safety blanket in Rob Gronkowski is, of course, gone. Uh, Antonio Brown, who played a big factor in last year's week one game in that win against Dallas, uh, he too is gone. So so we'll see. I mean, they, they, they have an abundance of resources in the receiving core. Scott, what am I missing? Because I look today and I see the Buccaneers are getting bet up. Now it's up to two and a half uh, for this Sunday night showdown down in Dallas. Because last I checked, the all-offensive all line is gone. Are they going to have enough guys to get five in front of Tom Brady? 
Uh, well, Tom Brady needs to get rid of the ball quick, and uh, good thing that's what he does well. So, yeah, they they have they have a couple new pieces. Shaq Mason is his new right guard, but Shaq Mason is a guy that protected him in New England, and Tom's um, he's very fond of of that addition who takes over for Ali Marpet at left guard. You got uh, Luke Gadecki. Uh, he is a rookie. Uh, they like a lot of what this guy does against the pass. He's a little bit more suspect. So, he, I mean, he kind of has all the, the makings of a gritty kind of interior offensive lineman, a guy that they like that is a project. How will he, how will he perform in week one uh, against this this Dallas defensive line? Guys like Micah Parsons that you're going to have to go up against. It's We're going to see. I think the pass is going to be an issue. And then, uh, you know, as far as like the outside guys, Tristan Wirfs, I mean, he's he's all pro, all pro caliber tackle. Uh, Donovan Smith as well, and then at center you have Robert Hainsey, another second year guy who they've 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 repeatedly gone to his how astute he is, how much of a student of a get how the game he is, how serious he takes it. Uh, but I mean, you you're still you need the reps, you need reps with Tom Brady, and I think that there is still a little discomfort in that relationship as well. So yeah, there are some question marks along that offensive line. Scott, this team is a prohibitive favorite to win the division, which is no surprise, but they open up with four weeks that are incredibly daunting at Dallas, at New Orleans, Packers at home, and then Kansas City. Uh, How do you see things shaking out for them in the first quarter turn a little bit less than that with this schedule? Because I have to say that Dallas game to me feels more like a coin toss. I don't know how you see it. New Orleans just seems to – there are certain opponents that know how to play a team, and it feels like New Orleans is that team against Tampa, and then the crucial game against Green Bay. I mean, what's your gut feeling on this team out of the block early on? I think against New Orleans, that will be the key one. That, I think that will give us a, an indication as to how this set, uh, division is going to shake out because uh, they have they have yet to really get to New Orleans during the regular season. Uh, they, they, of course, have the, the postseason win, the Super Bowl year, but I think that it's going to come down to how, how well they can match up against this team during the regular season. And to this point, the Saints kind of have, have earned the right, I think, to be the, the, the division favorites. Um, until they until they lose it during the regular season to the Bucks. I know the Bucks have been playoff have been a playoff team, but uh, they do have their number. That to me is the is the game that I'm circling. It's going to tell me a lot about what this Bucks team is all about when they face the Saints. Scott, you can bet on just about anything out here in the desert, but one thing you can't bet on is where really was Tom Brady. I, I know that you've done your homework. Was he on the Masked Singer? What what really is going on there? Is he cool with Todd Bowles? Did Bruce Arians step aside because he and Brady don't get along? What's the inside scoop on what's going on with, with 12 and the rest of that coaching staff? So the day before he left, uh, he was given, as I'm sure you've seen, a, a birthday cake from Leonard Fournette. Okay, like there's no way that this thing is in accordance to the TB12 diet. I'm thinking his blood sugar completely spiked that he was like on the bed for a week and a half. That would be my guess. Second to that, I like the mass singer. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, this is everybody wants to know. I love the mass singer theory. I think the person that did that little conspiracy theory on Reddit, he, he deserves uh, his own show. But at the same time. I mean, I don't know. I I know that you don't like this this response, but I don't know. I mean, obviously, we've read the tabloids about could there be personal life yeah. strife between he and Giselle. You know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Is it I the mean, number one? Is it the number one story in in Tampa though? The, like the biggest secret now in Tampa it, is where was Tom Brady for forty days and forty it, nights? It was like it it was well. His 40 days and 40 nights, that was his retirement. And then he returned and he left again. So all these Tampa Bay Bucks fans are like, no, he's doing it to us again. He's leaving. Will he retire? We, 
And so I think that the emotions have been played at this point. And, um, but yeah, the story a couple weeks ago when he initially left, that, that was the big story out here. I think everybody's just like, let's move on with it. Because even if it is the mass Singer, we're probably not going to find out until the fall when the mass Singer comes on. <laughs> and then, you know, then, uh, then the cat could be out of the bag that, but I, I don't know where he was, honestly. I mean, he claims, of course, he was in, in the Bahamas and it was a family thing. And let's just see if they start winning games, if they start <laughs> winning games, then you could be wherever you want. Mass Singer, Bahamas. Doesn't it matter. doesn't really matter. But, yeah, I, I think that this fan base is just like, come on, just just be out there, Tom. Be ready to go. Let's be fully committed. Enough of the retirement, the leaving, the going, the staying. What's happening? Are you owning the Dolphins? Let's just move forward. I resolve all my family problems at the Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's a good, good 100%. That's where you should do it, right? Throw them outside of the, shark, outside of the slide into the shark tank if there's a problem. <laughs> um, I want to ask you real quickly, in terms of when you look at this team in the NFC, I, I think it's the three-horse race at the top. I know Dave is sad that I didn't include his Cowboys, Packers, Rams, and Buccaneers. But I don't think anybody stands out. From your perspective right now, if you're picking, who would you make the favorite and how would you kind of slot Tampa in there? Oh, I think Scotty froze. It, Brady, I think Brady disconnected once we got on the where was he for 40 days for the retirement and then the, the second, uh, whatever whatever that you want to call that. But a great question, and I am a little bit upset you didn't include the Cowboys in that upper echelon. I mean, well, I, you just said it yourself, and you know why it wasn't included. We said upper echelon. Uh, we do want to thank Scott for joining us here. does a great job down there at Fox 13. You can follow him on Twitter as I do at Scott Smith. Uh, Fox 13, but the Buccaneers uh, are the shortest favorite to win the conference at plus 330. You know, the Rams probably going, man, plus 550 to, to get back there. This feels like a, a slightly disrespectful odds board if you look at it. And then the Niners right there at 750 before you get to the 10 to 1s and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, San Francisco's an interesting one. I, I'm just not necessarily sold on them with Trey Lance, but now that Jimmy is back in the mix, it could be a bit of a challenger. I still don't believe they can get through those teams, but they're one that could potentially cause some hiccups for the other opponents. We're going to find out eventually where Brady was. What would the number be that you would place here in Vegas that it was, in fact, the mass Singer? 10 to 1? 15 to 1? 20 to 1? It's not on the board. It's not high enough. It's not high enough. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's the drama. We'll never know fully the correct answer uh, what happened with Tom 2.0. Uh, when we come back, we'll take a look at the United States Open, what's going on there, and baseball as well. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and much, much more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It is a whole new game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We roll on with big bets here at the United States Open. The Italian. Uh, Matteo Berrettini is trying to hang on there against Casper Ruud. They are in a tie break right now in the third set, but Ruud is up 4-1, I see, in that breaker. Berrettini had a pretty big lead in this third set, but I guess got broken back there, and all of a sudden now Ruud on the cusp of moving on. Yeah, he was serving for the set, uh, couldn't come through, and uh, looks like right now with a 4-1 lead, uh, Berrettini's down two on the mini break, so he's going to need to... uh, up with a couple of points here. You talk about it a lot. Sometimes you get broken uh, when you're serving for a match or serving for a set, rather, and then the hang dog happens and that emotional swing, right? And all of a sudden, you can't seem to get back in the match. Let's see if the Italian can can rally here. If not, Rude is going to move on. He is a, a top ten seed in this United States Open. Uh, very quickly, you mentioned Coco Golf against uh, Caroline uh, Garcia that tonight in Flushing Meadows, and then we got Curios also in action today. So when you look at these plays here, and golf just a small, I mean, almost pick them here, minus $1. five for golf. Look at Kyrgios. My goodness now, he skyrocketed almost 5-1, to one, minus 450 to win this match. Danger for Nick, because now it's like the big three are gone. Two of them didn't even show up. They weren't, one couldn't, wasn't allowed. The other one still got a knee injury in Roger Federer. And then with it all getting booted yesterday, uh, does that alleviate pressure or add more to a guy like Nick Kyrgios? You know, um, it's a great question, and I would say it alleviates, uh, I mean, a little bit of the pressure simply because now you you don't have to face Rafa. You don't have to face the the Joker. Yeah, you you know, I I think for him, though, he does a pretty decent job at times. Other times he doesn't of kind of just being in his own world. So it'll be interesting to see how things play out here going forward. And you do like uh, golf today in that matchup here? No, I think it's a tough one to call. I, I personally wouldn't bet it. I think it could go either way. 
Uh, we mentioned this. This is a very interesting stat. With uh, Medvedev losing on Sunday night and Nadal being defeated yesterday, it's the first United States Open where both top two men's seeds failed to reach at least the quarters yep. since 2000. Back then, Gustavo Quirton was uh, – he lost in the first round. He was the number two. And some guy named Andre Agassi, Las Vegan. Las Vegan? Las Vegan. Yeah, Las Vegan. Good. He was the number one seed. He lost in the second round. So the ones and twos gone. Look – I'm going to get off the high horse about Novak Djokovic. He yeah. should be here. He's not allowed to be here. It, it detracts from the tournament because now you go, well, if Kyrgios wins, he wouldn't have had to play one of the big three. Again, Fed, it's because of injury. He couldn't be here. But the, you know, Nadal gets bounced and no Novak. I'm not going to say that it would shorten the win because a win's a win, but it would be kind of an odd way if this is the way Kyrgios was, was able to break through and win his first slam. Yeah, you know, to me, uh, when you look at this one, it, obviously with Medvedev going down and Kyrgios taking him out, what an opportunity that's presented for him. He, he can't fail in this one. He's got to get it done. All right, no excuses, yeah. as they would say now, uh, certainly for Nick Kyrgios. We'll keep an eye there on what happens in the men's and women's draw today. Uh, also, as we were just talking with Scott Smith about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we talked about it with Kelly a little bit, some of the lines in the move. That, that Bucks line has moved up just a hair now. Yeah. DraftKings, it's up to two and a half. You're seeing some twos. Remember, this was down as low as one, one and a half here. So not a huge move, but this is something we do, an exercise we do here on Big Bets, and that's hold or fire. And now as a Cowboy backer, wouldn't you just hold as we get closer? Because some people might go, oh, let me take the two. But you and I have made that this point already. Take the two. Take the money line if you're going to take the two. Instead, wait to see if it gets to three. Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to take Dallas, I would wait. I uh, hope to get to three by Sunday. Probably doesn't just simply because of the popularity of the Cowboys. But on the flip side, if you like Tampa, I think it's a great spot to take them at two before it goes potentially two and a half or even three. Uh, I don't know if we'll have that much of a move. But uh, remember, it's a Sunday night game. So mm-hmm. there will still be a ton of bets coming in. It's the national TV game. You wind up with a lot more action. A lot of people just bet it because, hey, you know, there's no other games on at that time. We mentioned the Chiefs, uh, and Kelly brought this to our attention. That number is up to six, six and a half against the Cardinals, seven in some spots. I'm seeing six here at DraftKings. Well, that is a key number. Uh, certainly get it under seven at six right now. Would you hold on the Chiefs? Or probably have to get that now because it potentially would go up to seven, correct? Yeah, it could potentially. And again, it comes down a little bit. It's not as detrimental as it is advantageous if it goes up to seven. So for me, I would take a look and wait on this one if I am looking to back the Cardinals. Uh, Kansas City, I would say the same thing. You roll the dice a little bit mm-hmm. here, and if it goes up, it goes up against you. But if it if it doesn't, it's it's a little bit better. I, I personally am looking at the dog here. I think that's a big number on the road to open yeah. the season at six. I, that, that's one. I mean, I can't imagine. I guess it hits seven, but if it does, yeah. I, I'm in on that game. I, I really didn't have this one circled as something I was looking at in week one of right. But man, we're hitting six. If this keeps climbing, yeah, I'll, I'll be in on the Cardinals at home. Gentlemen, two two games that I think are interesting. Certainly, as you look here and we get closer and closer, we're gonna have Rick Doc Walker on next hour to talk about the Commanders. Uh, two and a half is what the Commanders are now favored over the Jags. So again, we're under that key number three that yeah. we, we talk about a lot here. Not exactly sure why these subtle moves are coming in, but those when you're moving off of threes, those are those are key numbers. So now the Jags, 
obviously been taking some of that money to get it under three. Does this then become advantageous if you're a commander's backer to lay the two and a half? Yeah, absolutely. We saw the Miami game from go from two and a half to three and a half. And this one, if you like Washington, great opportunity right there uh, at two and a half, far better than that three. So many of these games come down to a field goal, four point game, what have you. So when you look at that crucial number, which you alluded to, Dave, good opportunity if you like Washington in this spot. Okay, there's another key number of three, which has shifted ever so slightly, but it is in the betting market, it's big news. And that is the fighting fish, the believers of Tua Tungavailoa and what that offense might look like. It gets Bill Belichick, week number one, now up to three and a half. Now that, again, you go, wow, it's just three, three and a half. Well, that hook will get you. That hook will get you sometimes. So now you see the fish up to three and a half. What do you make of this line move? Because you're not going to win a ton of money historically betting against Bill Belichick. And now you're going to give Captain Hoodie the hook. What do you make of this subtle line move to three and a half? Yeah, I think a lot of people have an affinity for Miami's new offense and what they've added with Tyreek Hill. How good can they be? And then on the flip side, New England's, uh, you know, just inconsistency on an offensive end with Matt Patricia calling plays. They just don't look like the same team. Uh, it remains to be seen how this one plays out, play out, excuse me, plays out. Mm-hmm. And then historically, New England has struggled down in South Florida. The humidity being a factor this game in early September is going to be a challenge. I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, from a, just an overall viewership standpoint in, in terms of competitiveness, but um, three and a half is not a number I would want to lay with the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, just following up on that Patriots point, it's caught this note over the weekend. Pa- Patriots fly, flying down there today. They're going to be practicing in West Palm Beach all this week wow. uh, a mall to get acclimated to that humidity. Like you said, that a challenge for many teams in those early games at the beginning of the season down in Miami. You know what else is interesting, Jess, that I'm looking at here? I'm seeing out of the entire slate of week one in the NFL, there are only four games with uh, totals 50 or more, okay? First one Thursday night, of course. Uh, you've got that at 51.5 right now with the Rams and Bills on Thursday night. Then look at this. You've got a bunch of low 40s that I'm seeing. Let's like we're doing the weather. Low 40s <laughs> for a lot of these. And then you get to that Chiefs game we just mentioned. That's 54. That's the highest total on the board this week. Raiders and Chargers, 52.5. And, and then the Cowboys and Bucks at 51. I mean, my goodness, there are some – I'm seeing some 42s out there in the Browns and the Panthers game, 44 with the Commanders uh, and, and the Jags, 43-and-a-half for the G-Man against the Titans. I mean, 42-and-a-half for the Falcons against the Saints. What year is this? Like, this, You don't see these low of totals in the National Football League because you just go points, 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 and everything, all the rules are tailored to the offense. Amal, would you be 44 for the Steelers and Bengals? Again, these are low totals for week one. Preseason week one, they soared over the totals. I believe it was 11-3 and three out of the gate in the preseason until the adjustments came. What do you make of the majority of these totals being slightly low? You know, I think you expect in the first week defenses to struggle. Excuse me, offenses to struggle. Defenses to be ahead of the offense at this point in time. Also, I think people have a little bit of a concern in terms of how is the game going to be officiated, yes. what's called, what's not called. So I think that's always something to contend with. Um, I will say this. I used to be a big under guy in the NFL. It's hard now simply because the games are called much tighter. No doubt about it. In terms of, like, the offense gets so many more beneficial calls. Absolutely. And, again, you know, we saw the targeting call last night in the Georgia Tech-Clemson game. Then, of course, they reviewed it. It wasn't targeting. Like, it's just the officials are conditioned right now to throw flags. Yes. And then try to recant later, possibly. Uh, Speaking of hour number one. I uh, thought we gave you a pretty good pro tip if you're looking out there. We showed you the odds board here. Utah right now is 120-1 to 1 to win it all. Uh, it, they might still be a good bet to win the Pac-12 because it doesn't hurt them that loss in Gainesville. But be careful with betting teams 
to win it all after a week one loss, right? Very difficult road now for Utah to possibly even make the college football playoff, even if they go undefeated. And the other team that you might look in that same equation is Notre Dame at 60 to one. Like be wary of teams with great, you think quote unquote, great odds now after week one losses, because the pathway to get there right now is minuscule. Utah could theoretically win the rest of their games and still not make the college football playoff the way things shake out. Hour number two, we got uh, Tim Brando, we got Rick Doc Walker, we got a great hour ahead here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.